Hey everybody and welcome to yet another episode of the Party Business Podcast. I'm Chris, the geeky person you overhear at the bar talking way too loud that pronounces it Celebrimbor and not Celebrimbor. And you want to say something, but then you see his car and he's got a Frodo Lives bumper sticker. So you know he's old school. That's that's me, except I don't have that bumper sticker. So anyway, <laughs> let's dive right in. First, before we actually do the diving and the writing in, a couple things. First of all, we apparently uh, have gotten a couple of the rules a little bit tweaked, a little bit wrong. Uh, we had someone uh, say that we need to be doing a couple of things, especially with journeys, uh, a little bit differently, and that's no problem. I'm very happy to <laughs> correct ourselves and make sure that we're doing things right. Uh, we'll get into the specifics when we start you know, fixing those rules when we get to them so you can see and make sure that we're playing correctly. Because yeah, I think it's only fair if we're gonna be touting, like here's how you play second edition, that we do everything right. So we'll get to that uh, and we will correct the only problem is the reason I don't even want to say what they are right now is we actually have recorded two episodes since uh, getting that call out, which, you know, this is one of them. So we might still do a couple of those things in this episode and in the next episode, but we will start correcting that. So if you do ever hear us like not doing a rule right or you're like, I'm pretty sure that they're not doing something right. We want to know about it because we want to play right. So uh, thank you for letting us know. And uh, yeah, we've got our email right down in the podcast description. So feel free to uh, let us know what we're doing wrong or what we're doing right. I mean, we take positive reinforcement as well. I'm down for that. That being said, <laughs> we are going to do our best to make sure we're doing all the rules right. So let's get back to our adventure. We've got everybody kind of... Uh, in a tight spot, in a weird place. They're not necessarily under attack right now, but it seems that some danger has really made itself known in the territory of Bjorn, which, you know, not exactly uh, something that usually happens when you have a big terrifying bear man. Uh, danger stay away. So what's going on? Can they figure it out? And of course, Ted has gone off on his own after this little murder mystery. And we'll hopefully nothing will happen to him. We're going to have to find out who and and why are, uh, and what is going on with these people in the boat. And what are the party, what is the party going to do about it? Are they going to go to Bjorn? Are they going to go hunting right now? Figure out who else was in that boat? We'll see. I guess we'll just have to find out. On episode 22 of the Party Business Podcast called Death in the Land of Milk and Honey. So I don't know about you guys, but I found it crazy that um, in the Amazon show, Orome was like just slaughtering orcs, you know, with his spear, calling out Cat Vera's name. You know, oh. what a, I mean, we called that one like pretty great. <laughs> Where's our money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we need to talk to the writers and the league, take some legal action in terms of just some royal like, Yeah, I'm going to call Jeff I, up right now. I, I didn't know Jeff was a fan of our show. Who knew? <laughs> um, I'm glad the writers put those notes in from Jeff. Cause... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, actually, uh, Smith. Yeah, Jeff he, Smith. He, yeah. Quarterback for BYU. <laughs> Jeff Smith. <laughs> yeah, he just has a friend on the writing team. Yeah. Oh, I, I could see why you thought it was Bezos. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, no, but I like the show. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure Orame is not in it, but... It's great. They'll get Cat Vera. Sure. Cat Vera's ancestors will be on the show, probably. There is more yeah. mention of gods in the show than there ever was in... That's true. The they, mentioned the Val- they mentioned the Valor a couple times. Yeah. So, that'll be interesting. When Orome shows up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we might have our own orc fights, though. Let's be honest. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Good segue, Josh. Thank you. Speaking of orcs. <laughs> let me set the scene again, because I feel like... I feel like we were talking before we started the recording and we need to set the canon on, on exactly what the scene looks like here. So we will. So hopefully this is the image everyone has in their mind because it's going to be canon now. Uh, Ted, you have gone across the river that runs down the valley between the Misty Mountains and Mirkwood, um, leaving behind the rest of the group. All of them are around the boat you have found that contains two bodies um, of Bjornings, one of which um, is Bjorn's kind of right-hand man. And this kind of a big deal. Kat Vera knows that. The rest of you have kind of hidden in some trees on the east side of the bank because they have a few orc arrows in these bodies and you're not exactly sure if you're going to come under fire soon so better safe than sorry ted you've gone to the other side to investigate where these orc arrows may have come from and you have found the body of two orcs impaled by a single spear and uh they have been impaled through into a tree that's that's the that's the image we're going with Mm -hmm. so as as Han so eloquently put put it, two pieces of meat stuck to a broccoli. <laughs> yeah, nice kebab. <laughs> That's just how my brain works. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think it's perfect. Pretty sure Yurik was the one who's going to be jealous there because he was wanting to get that uh, that double. Yeah, Chris. Double I was feature. actually going to ask. I was actually going to ask if I could roll for insight at some point and figure out their trick. I'd like to yeah. reverse engineer <laughs> whatever strategy they used. On my next <laughs> uh, unlock that skill now that we've reached this point of the story. <laughs> yeah, it's um, going to be a battle roll. <laughs> yeah. One hell of a battle roll. Um, Ted, you find this um, scene. You recognize a spear, not of orc make, but maybe Bjorning make. And uh, you have a look around. So I'm going to need you to roll search. Search. Scan, I think maybe it's called. Scan, yes. Okay. Um, while that's going on, I want to cut back to the group next to the boat. The crows are still kind of circling above as you guys wait for Ted. And as you wait, everything kind of grows pretty quiet. The small kind of like lap of the river coming up against the boat is basically the only sound that rhythmically keeps happening. And as this is going on, um, the kid, you look at this boat with two bodies in it, and it is eerily similar to you. You've just seen a scene like this. Yeah, I was Maybe. actually going to say, like, 
I think the kid is thoroughly not having a good time. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just saw t- another set of bodies. Yeah. I think even for like a moment, you kind of look, you almost see your parents' faces before you kind of shook yourself out of it. Um, and I'm going to actually have you get a point of shadow. No. So, oh. Why would you do this to me? Because I'm a dick. <laughs> because it makes narrative <laughs> sense. <laughs> I'm just a boy. Please. Exactly. <laughs> Look what they did uh, to my boy. Uh. Father help. Um, <laughs> you're going to need to roll a valor roll then to see if you kind of you can negate this point of shadow if okay. you <clears throat> succeed. So Valor has two, so is that two sixes? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you've got two Valor, that's two, two sixes I in addition to your that. 12. You leveled it up, <laughs> I believe, our last. Son of a... Yeah. Okay, hold on. Brother! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Things are going well. Uh, yeah. always kid, the good the kid is having a game. great time. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, uh... Uh, I got a one, a two, and a one. Uh, so four total. <laughs> wow. That's, wow. At least no I. kind of, kind of unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, this, uh, this stinks. Okay. Shadow point. So you gain a shadow point. <laughs> oh, man. Um, jeez. Uh, <laughs> so I think what, maybe to narratively do this, because Rory's thinking as he's looking over at these orc arrows, he's thinking... We, we should probably have proof if we're going to take to Bjorn that, you know, orcs are in the area, at the very least. And so he's he's going to attempt to respectfully take one of the arrows out. But maybe it was a little, you know, a little awkwardly placed in there. And the, there was a ripping sound that um, <laughs> the kid just heard a little too, too, too well. He's, and He's like hyperventilating now <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I just i'll hand it to you know sean and just be like this this is definitely an orc arrow right who's sean i'm sorry not sean. <laughs> i was reading the name tags <laughs> it's like uh gandalf has many names yurik has many names yurik uh, uh, uh your grabs grabs arrow says uh as he's like uh i'm wiping you know whatever um uh you know leftover like blood Goop. and filth is on it kind of wiping it off on my leg pant leg and uh Yurik says yeah no uh no doubt about that as he comes off the arrow you just see Rory like scan the trees around him a little more vigilantly <laughs> okay, yeah as you as 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 he's doing that actually um and I don't know if this would be now Chris or later I would like to use I don't know if it's awareness but I do kind of want to assess um the area around us to see if there's any threat or maybe any signs of where um, the culprits went um, as, as we're waiting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now that you have a little bit of time, I think, yeah, go ahead and roll, roll a scan, roll yourself, actually. Can I, can I join him in that? So, yes, so scan, um, there's really no sense <laughs> in me rolling. Well, maybe there is. I mean, my, the, the, that what we call it the target number is 13 yes. and i have um that's good i have no pips so it's not oh. physically possible you is can there roll a 12 man. or use a hope point 
Yeah, roll a 12 or use a hope point. Okay. You would only succeed if you rolled a Gandalf rune. I'll tell you what, um, I'm just going to go ahead and roll a 12. Okay. Yeah. I attempted with a total of a 7 against a 16. So. No, I rolled a 7. Okay. Uh, both of you start taking a look around. And it's unfortunate that you didn't do a more thorough search at the beginning. Because now all you have is your own footprints in the mud around this boat. Uh, and you're kind of keeping a wary eye at the opposite shore at the same time. As you mm-hmm. come out of cover to take a look, you're a little bit distracted. Like, I don't want these orc arrows coming down on me too. And then you're trying to kind of catch a, a glimpse of where Ted is in the like tall grass on the other side. So you're a little bit distracted as you're, you're looking around. Um, so you can't tell if like another set of footsteps that uh, is not yours came out of the boat at any time. Um, meanwhile... Ted, what was your scan roll? Uh, I rolled an 11, and I needed a 15. Gotcha. Okay. So, that's good enough that you don't feel like there's an immediate threat. Like, you're kind of, you're quiet for a little while, you take a look around. It looks like both of these orcs had bows, so they were probably your archers that were firing across the river. You take a look around, there is some footprints. You cannot tell if there is a third or fourth or fifth shooter, but it doesn't look like there is any other movement in the area. You can tell like they may have come from the south or the west, maybe towards mountains, maybe southwest-ish, but the trail basically goes dead immediately out of the little clearing uh, that they used to hide in. So you can't really tell which direction they came from. But no immediate threat, and you do confirm that these orcs have been killed. And have I already checked their bodies for any clues? Or is that part of the scan rule? Uh, part of the scan rule, yeah, I think it is. Uh, there's nothing kind of out of the ordinary. You know, there's not... You know, they have... Basically, just the, your standard kind of leather and scraps of metal that they used for armor, um, you know. And it is daytime, which is a, you know, it's the sun's starting to like go down. It's getting closer and closer to evening, because um, uh, I think the sun was kind of setting as you came up upon this this scene. It was red, you know, in the west. So um, there's still enough daylight though that there shouldn't be orcs around. So you feel at least safe there. But, yeah, nothing out of the ordinary on their bodies. Cool. Well, I will just book it back to the crew. Okay. <clears throat> you report back. And um, you guys have a decision ahead of you. You've got these two bodies. Doesn't seem like you're in immediate danger. You do need to tell Bjorn a couple things now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... This is, of course, an immediate need, um, but also there's possibly a third person that was on that boat somewhere. Don't know, honestly, if it was a Bjorning, if it was a, if it was even a, a man. Maybe it was an orc. You're not sure, but it seems like there was a prisoner. Mm. Um, Bjorn's house is, you know, just a few hours away. You could probably get there tonight. It'll be slow going if you take the bodies, or if you want to bury the bodies, or if you want to leave the bodies. It's up up to you. But I think Cat Vera does know. Like, there is some... They, they deserve something better than yeah. just being left out, you right. know? Well, I would you could say... could probably save some time, but... 
Yeah, I would say probably not. Like, we don't need to take the bodies for, like, evidence. Because I have the pin that was on uh, Marovich's body. And you have an orc arrow. And an orc arrow. Uh, I'd say we can, like... um, Cat Vero will start to... Around the river... um, Like, gather stones and things like Mm. that to try to make, uh, like, mounds... Um, gotcha. That's probably yeah. the the quickest and a Riverstone cairn. Yeah. Okay. So she'll yeah. probably start doing that. And Ted is going yeah, to is, I think... is going to to tell everyone that they have to see this and and try and shepherd everyone toward the uh, toward the handiwork that whoever you're uses a check this here. shit out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. a feat. <laughs> you. Your you kind do of butters under off. his breath. Yeah, it's, it's you know a lot easier when you have a larger object. You know, you've got. I, but d- look at the angle. He must have thrown it from the other bank. Did you see the range that it must have been? <laughs> a true warrior would be. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think Cat Vera can throw that far. I could throw that far. <laughs> I feel like Cat Vera is going Uncle like Rico this. right now. <laughs> <laughs> right over them mountains. Yeah. If, if Rory is describing, like, their deaths in detail like that, can I roll to see if I, like, throw up? <laughs> <laughs> roll for throw up. Roll, um, uh, roll a courtesy check to see if he can uh, swallow it or... <laughs> I No, I am not. Me, the kid, am not. That's coming out. If it's coming out of my body, it's coming out of my body. That I'm not holding that in. <laughs> that is gross. <laughs> As I will say, as Rory does see the kid start to puke from a story, he will like settle down and be like, "Well, you know, it was just a, uh, it was a good, a good throw. Just saying, you know." Uh, 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 R- Rory, uh, roll an ah roll. Okay, okay. What Look at my... their guts coming out of their bodies. <laughs> exactly. I, I exactly. No <laughs> That's good because if you describe this too well, um, you're in trouble. So I got, I have no pips, but I got an eleven. Oh no! Oh, okay. That's that's huh. a. <laughs> I think. Um, huh, how do I want to describe this? <laughs> so at first you're like you kind of see this is grossing out the kid. So you're like, oh, crap. Um, there's only a little, like some of the guts coming out. Probably, do you right? smell that? <laughs> they're, like... they're, they expelled their bowels. <laughs> but only yeah, a little. The... It Perfect. was just a little bit. He went full sea cucumber. You try to make the kid, you try to make the kid laugh, because you. I mean, you've seen this face before. You were the one that found the kid yeah. that was in this depressed state, and so you're like, okay, time to time to try and like mm-hmm. get get the kid back. So you describe how they released their bowels upon death to try and lighten the mood. Yeah, it just <laughs> like, they shit it was such a, like they were even as the wind was blowing. Right, they went. Like, <laughs> And it was just there was it was a really great. Let's not bring this up again. <laughs> um, the kid throws up. <laughs> Reminds me of the first goblin I, I beat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, listen, you you're pretty good with that bow. Maybe one day you could achieve something like that. Please stop talking. You're a, you're a good turn. You're a, yeah uh, yeah again like. <clears throat> like I was saying, I mean, it's one thing to do it with a spear, okay? But uh, an arrow is, is a much more impressive. I don't know. The kid, listen, the kid's uh, been a pretty great shot. I've been watching him as he's been, you know, 
shooting shooting bows off into the trees by himself alone at night. Kevin is just like in, collecting rocks still. She's, in the yeah. middle, in the middle of gagging, he's just like, please. By the Please way, stop. this is, the, uh, dear listener, this is all we're doing this episode. It's going to be a discourse about about how incredible <laughs> yeah. this this, this yeah, throws up to your kebab was. Yeah. <laughs> hey, every great show has a good okay, episode. Okay, okay. This is this is, Sorry. this is this has been Rory's TED talk. Uh, I will listen. I I, I sh- I'm going to go help Cavera do some stone work, and I'll just I'm going to go pile some stones up, and we'll, I will. Uh, this is you know, it, I, this is a dwarf's territory. Let's be honest. <laughs> Stacking stones. St- you can't trust uh, one of the one of the tall folk to do it. They just can't see right. Hey, Chris, as they're doing that, because we do kind of have a decision to make, as the stones are being accumulated, can can I roll by chance for hunting as as a means of maybe tracking the other escaped prison? Just getting a sense of maybe where the person went, because we're about to have a conversation about, I imagine, about what's next, and maybe just kind of collecting some intel so we can make an educated decision. Yeah, I think hunting might even be a better, better role anyway mm-hmm. to look for footprints and stuff. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and roll hunting okay. while everyone's talking about that. <laughs> yeah, Yurik is done. By the way, he's he's done hearing about how impressive this this uh, this single shot two kill BS was. Yes, um, <laughs> I've uh, I've removed myself from the conversation. Also, I think I'm sitting by the river. I am not helping. She, she has her fingers. He, the kid has his fingers in his ears, just going la la yeah. la 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 la. <laughs> the kid has left the chat. Yeah. yeah. Boop, boop. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, the kid is just sitting sitting by the river. Ted is kind of reveling in this story. He got everyone's attention. Did a good job. Got to everyone's attention too well because Rory is now explaining what happens upon death. Rory then is now helping Cat Vera stack stones. Maybe Ted's helping too. And Yurik and Finn are taking a look, seeing what the heck direction this potentially third person may have gone. Um, or if there was anybody else around the boat. So what'd you get there, Yurik? Yes. So um, I got a, and hunting is a preferred, is it? Is that what we call it preferred when I've got it like the little, where I can roll the d12 twice? Is that what we call it? Uh, favored. Favored. I okay. So favored it's favored. Skill, yeah. So I rolled two sixes and an eight. So a 20. Okay. 20. And I had to roll that, that target number was a, is a 17 under string. Okay. Sweet. Cool. Um, as you're looking around, you're a little disappointed again by, man, there's so many tracks that we made (laughs) and Ted came back over and made more tracks. Um, but then Finn just goes in a beeline, just kind of, and you recognize like he's picking up on something. You see some broken, like kind of branches of, uh, not trees, but, but some broken kind of uh, grass that's been flattened a little bit, a little bit away from the the banks um and barely they were they were traveling lightly it looks like there is a couple of footprints can't really tell what they are you can't tell if they're like human or orc because it's a boot of some kind Mm -hmm. but they do look human sized so if it is an orc it's a big ass orc um and it looks like it goes south hard to follow but it looks like it kind of is following the river south Back towards the um, ford. Yeah, back kind of... Yeah, it looks like maybe it doubles back towards the ford a little bit. You're not sure if it crosses back over, but you know it seems like they're headed towards the south direction one way or another. 
would I be able to glean uh-huh. like when timeline wise, like how like how recent that was based on maybe how dry those prints are, like since it's so close to the riverbed? Yeah, uh, poison's fresh. Three days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this was probably like earlier that that day. So pro- if if there was an orc attack, more than likely happened at night. So it was probably the the night before. Um, it's pretty fresh. And unfortunately, south is the almost direct opposite direction of Bjorn's house. Uh, Bjorn yeah. is like northeast, but just a few hours away. Um, you have no idea where this person, orc, whatever it is, prisoner, was is headed. But um, you at least have a direction to go by. Sorry. So they those prints probably were like later in the evening like previous evening is that what you were saying or early in the morning yeah super late in the evening or early in the morning because okay. if there was an orc attack it would have been under the cover of darkness right so you figure and what time of day is it up. right now it's about it's just about nighttime again so like a whole light hours hours of the day have passed okay okay gotcha So you're probably a half day, you know, or maybe even a full, almost full day behind where, what, you know, the trail. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to catch up. Yeah. We, we can, well, I'll save, I'll save some of that for conversation with the rest of that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah you take a look around, <clears throat> you get that, you know, information, come back and let's say that the two bodies have been properly buried um and little kind of carns have been made um in their honor honor and cat vera what would you like to do do you want to have some say into the direction that you guys need to go do you want to go to bjorn do you want to say some words how do you want to do this how you said we're like a couple hours away from bjorn yeah could we still make it today yeah yeah i mean the sun might go down but you'd be able to make it today for sure um, Cat Vera will place the final stone on one of the the Karns, Cairns, 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 and um, she'll just stand there in silence for uh, a couple of seconds, and then she'll start collecting her things and say, uh, "We march to Bjorn's." And start walking. Okay. I agree. Rory agrees. How's everyone else feeling? Ted just kind of like runs after Cat Vera. Yeah. Yurik Yurik agrees. I I do want to relay, I mean, the information. So maybe as we're kind of picking up and going, I'm communicating to whoever is, you know, following Cat Vera along with me. Um, the missing survivor headed south. Finn picked up his trail. He's probably got less than a day's lead, but um, was it orc human? It's hard to tell. It was uh, if it was an orc, it was a large orc. Um, Finn, judging, speak. judging by the boot print. <laughs> um, so back south is that is that not where we just came from with Radagast? Yeah you you came you came kind of from the south, but it's more east okay. or yeah more east. So, you had to kind of come a little bit west to hit the river and then mm-hmm. start going north. So, 
Let me ask you um, this, Chris. Directly south is is the river. Yes. Um, <clears throat> could I use Riddle to help myself and us figure out what happened? Yeah, you can use Riddle. Um, I think Cat Vera can definitely use Riddle too, especially with this new information. She might have a little insight to how the Bjorns um, would, would do things. I'll try. It's a high TN. I only have one pip in Riddle, but I'll give it a shot. Okay. Ted, roll Riddle as well. Um, Han, did you have something? I have a question, yeah. So, yeah. well, first first of all, I think the kid stands up when Yurik, like, arrives back into the party. Okay. Um, but half half in-character question, half player question, <laughs> um, is our orcs tying up other orcs like a normal thing that happens um this would the so the two that are dead are bjornings so they're like of cat vera's race of men totally um, okay that explains that's a <laughs> that's yeah it's a it's a good question though yeah. because cat vera would have definitely taken the time to bury some orcs that's, that's why i was so confused yeah <laughs> okay. the orcs are still rotting on the tree uh definitely yeah yeah <laughs> For sure. Yeah, no. Um, okay. <laughs> the two orcs are dead on the other side of the bank. That looks like a, a damn good throw from probably it's, it's Morovich. Fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Cavera uh, honestly probably would have chopped off one of their heads. Sorry, the kid. Probably would no, have chopped off one of their the orcs' heads and put it in a bag. Yeah. So I, she could do the cool it. thing where she could well, throw the head. I didn't want to be that gruesome, but it was a cool thing that came up. So, you know. Don't stand downriver throwing up in it. <laughs> <laughs> the current's taking it your way. Um, it's a good point. So, yeah. so it's a so the what are who are we assuming tied up whomst again? So, so the so, two Bjornings that were like one Merovich is like Bjorn's right hand man, yeah. and oh, the other yeah. one's name was. Or, or, or Odo, Odo, something like that. Yeah, who's like just like a, a his, like Merovich's bodyguard sort of person. Yeah, like shield brother. Yeah, shield brother. Um, mm-hmm. They had some prisoner, most likely a human, um, and were transporting him on this boat. And orcs attacked, killed them. Someone got a spear off and impaled these two orcs. Um, and it's pretty, you know, only a couple hours away from Bjorn's dwelling. Hmm. The kid is concerned that, assuming that the person who's escaped is human or non-orc, uh, maybe, are they good? <laughs> like, what? I don't, I, there's like, I feel like I would like to go after them if they're not if they're like injured, you know, like if we have a chance to save them, I think we're I'm already the Prince of Space, and I'm going after them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think we're like Eric said that they're already a, a good means ahead of us, and I think you uh, Bjorn might know what his right hand was up to, and who he might have been chasing, if it, whether it was an orc or a human or something in between. Or completely different other than, you know, these woods are filled with many strange things. It could be a spider that has a human face and <clears throat> human legs at the same time. That's definitely Rory's it. imagination is just like running off of them. Anyways. <laughs> I like that. No, but uh, 
like something happened. Bjorn would know what's going on. We're closest enough to him, and then he would be able at least to to give somebody you know the direction to go chase after him, whether it's worth it or we can continue to try and convince him with what I, he has orcs in the area. And I think that's that's really the big the big problem that we're facing is there's there's orcs here, like in the middle of this place. I imagine that yeah, we're having this yeah. conversation while we're just following Cat Vera to Bjorn's house. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Walk and talk. Walk and talk. Aaron Sorkin moment. Cat Vera's <laughs> yes. like, "Come with me, children. Come, come. Uh, we can walk and talk." Holding the rings. We're, we're grabbing leashes. files from people that are just handing off paperwork to us yeah. as we're just chatting really fast. A lot of dialogue, real quick, real rapid. Yeah, you're. But it's Yurik like gonna, in a forest is, path. Yurik is going to just kind of echo what Rory is saying to try and put the kids' mind at ease, you know. So like, um, he's right. Your heart's in the right place, but if it's answers we're looking for, then we're we're heading in yeah, the right like, direction. We want to go kill orcs. I'm right there with you. I'll go chase. I'm I'm a sprinter. We're going to sprint right through these forests. We're going to get the orcs. But like natural sprinter. Natural. Oh mm-hmm. uh, wait. Natural sprinter. So, but Dita, when we were talking to. We, we have confirmed sightings of orcs that were in a different place. And what, what, what was that What was that place called while well, I'm looking at the map? The, um, the cave? Uh, the one cave we were in? No, the the, the note that we got from Yurik's bud. Oh. Orcs yeah. in Fenwood? Yes, Fenwood. Fenwood. That's Fenwood. in Mirkwood, so that's actually east. Oh. So... You're saying that, yeah, they're like, they're growing up, growing in forces, even within the Mirkwood. That's, I My mean, little orcs are growing up. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of them. They're growing in forces, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah uh, wisdom, yeah. stature, and forces. So if, could they have come from that direction? I mean, are, are, are they those that are kind of, because if, if they're wandering out in this area or chasing after whatever this prisoner was. It's true. Um, Ted unfortunately couldn't tell what direction they were coming from, yeah. but it's very possible. I mean, they're coming from that's the too. orcs that we know in the area. Yeah, so. yeah. Rory's we can connect connects. the dots a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yuri's, yeah. Yuri's, Yuri's got the red string. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Rory's yarn board, internal yarn board is yeah. chain, chain smoking cigarettes in the, in yeah. the mailroom. Yeah. But okay, this is where the underground spider spider people come in. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, spiders—the spider people theory again. Here we go. Ted just says, "I'm sure we'll find out whenever we talk to Bjorn." Yes. (laughs) By the time we get to Bjorn, it's um, it's fully developed myth mythological universe that Rory has created. Rory's already got it up on his his uh, alt news blog. He's already (laughs) (laughs) the spider people are involved in every political platform that exists in Middle Earth. I'm telling you. The They're creating them the underground. The orcs are involved. Um. Well, I mean, like, I'm definitely not like saying like to like split up or anything. The kid definitely just follows along, but is just expressing some concerns he's having no. with yeah, that extra that's... shadow point Chris decided to give me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, I think <laughs> I think he also he also like walks next to Yurik and just says it wasn't impressive. The, the, the spear thing not that impressive yeah yurik is still kind of fiddling with the arrow rory gave him and just sort of like uh in an attempt to just 
kind of seemed like it doesn't phase him. He's like, yeah, no. And yeah. So, but did you see like how spe- far like I was saying it was thrown? Spear, <laughs> spear is one thing, arrow is something else entirely. Um, that was a good VO work, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeps telling himself that the spear is a lot easier spear to do than the arrow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> got a lot more oh, weight. Man, you got a lot so more good. weight to work with. It's yeah, I feel like this. This we should just make a show that's just like the bullshitting in between <laughs> like adventures. That's basically the show. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so as you head towards Bjorn's place with Cat Vera leading you, uh, I'm not gonna make you roll anything or anything like that. You're close enough. Cat Vera knows exactly where to go. Um, Ted, what did you get on that riddle roll? Uh, Cat Vera somehow. Got I a good would just one. say. Uh, no, I rolled. Proceed. I rolled an eleven, me. and and I need a, a seventeen, so I'm, I'm good. An eleven total, right? <laughs> yes. Total. Yeah. yeah, I rolled a, 10. a five and a six. <laughs> need a fifteen. Uh, Ted is just like uh, cut the mic, cut the mic. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know. Is this thing off? <laughs> teeth, teeth. Um. So, <laughs> I think then you guys are heading towards Bjorn's. It is a good question that the kid brings up. Is would if it is an orc would the bjornings even bother like tying it up um it's a good question to think about um and the sun goes behind the misty mountains in the west and uh, night starts kind of slowly but surely you know revealing its stars in the sky there's a little bit of glow still um like that twilight light blue glow as you approach bjorn's place um you know you're getting close as the bees start buzzing, um, and you get kind of little little glimpses as they the last sluggish bees kind of head back to their hives for the for the night. Um, and as you approach Bjorn's, you see kind of some mighty some big oak trees kind of outlining a little spot that's kind of like an island, you know, of trees in this you know otherwise fairly flat you know field. Um, and you approach the gate and as you do, um, Cat Vera, you feel fairly confident to go through and enter Bjorn's property. Oh yeah. I'm just, I'm Uh, just marching. Yeah. So you, you go through the gate and, um, as you do, um, just kind of these dark shapes kind of come from around the house might alarm some of you but cat very you know these are bjorn's dogs and they come around sniffing <laughs> and they're excited because they 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 know you cat vera so they know like your smell mm-hmm. uh, but they're a little bit more wary with the rest of the group this is a pretty big group of strangers for bjorn and even with you there cat vera this is going to be kind of a challenge. Just think back to like Gandalf and having to introduce all the dwarves, you know, like to be a little bit of a challenge to like introduce all these people to Bjorn at once. But at least you don't have, you know, 13 dwarves to introduce. No, know. no, no. <laughs> um, Just one. Yeah. He could, he so, could come last. <laughs> <laughs> Rory, you come last and take five minutes. Um, <laughs> um, but as you approach, you're not going to have to knock or anything because a great figure sits uh, on Bjorn's kind of porch, his steps leading up into his house. It is Bjorn himself. And um, seems like he's whittling. Um, he's got a couple of fire kind of torches going. 
So you can see his face, and it looks like he's whittling with his fingernails. Okay. <laughs> That's how strong they are. Um, Checks and... out. <laughs> um, but he has a big, like, kind of fur around his um, around his neck, and like looks to be a cloak that kind of goes out around him. Um, and he looks up, and he stands at all these people on his property, and um, he is tall. He is taller than Cat Vera. Oh. Um, he's just a bulk of a figure. The kid, I think you have seen Bjorn once. Um, <laughs> so this is not entirely new, but it's dark and there's been death and it just feels a little, you have that shadow point clinging Turned to off you. by the whittling with the nails thing. <laughs> <laughs> the kid's like, yeah. I'll go ahead and take another shadow point. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even gonna roll for it. Just how, give me a shot. How's Bjorn and Beard? Does it does does Rory's kind of is Rory's longer than than Bjorn's Bjorn? And, I'm just saying, in terms of comfort, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. The technical length might be a little bit shorter than Rory's, but it is a fuller beard, oh, black. Well, you and, know, the length. Is, you know, he really combs his out as long as it can be. He makes it a little <laughs> extra display just to fluff it out. <laughs> It's a little wiry at the end, a little of a fuzz, you know? Yeah, oh, listen, Whereas... it's been a minute since we've had a, a, a chance to get the, the baths, but I've combed <laughs> but... it every night. <laughs> it's hard to tell, too, because, I mean, he's a bigger person. It looks maybe a little bit smaller on him, but as you get closer, you're like, oh, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, comparable. Uh, the size uh, of Rory. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, and he kind of looks down on all of you, and... Um, one it, it seems as one of his his ponies has kind of come up onto his porch and is whispering to him and he kind of pushes it away and and he says oh they don't look so bad what has brought all of you here today on my property catvera catvera speaks up and she says enemies on your borders my lord and she tosses the head <laughs> and <laughs> It just oh, slaps down. <laughs> and he, and then she you goes, or did you know this and have grown complacent? And she tosses the the pin. <laughs> oh! Um, Can I roll you off? See... <laughs> Bjorn is now a patron. Yeah, roll off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Roll off. <laughs> Can I roll off to be awed by Cat Vera? <laughs> Oh, I pulled a shell. Can I roll receiving? Can we roll for yeah. a receiving roll? Well, well, well. Uh, Where'd it go? <laughs> not so easy. Well, Sean not, is not so easy to find, is it? This is it's tricky. Sean this is, is not so your episode. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I gotta find it. You, it, it just went the... into the void. Hold on. <laughs> My God. Rolled so hard. <laughs> Okay. okay, the Kira last gets a shadow point every time oh, yeah. Cat Vera gets a compliment. <laughs> the last thing I thought was gonna happen was someone throwing a orc head up towards Bjorn alongside his commander's like pins. <laughs> Sassy. So uh wow. Twenty one um, total. Oh okay. Um and I needed a thirteen. Two of those are sixes. <laughs> Damn. Jesus! Well, I mean, it it deserves it narratively for what you just did. We're in awe. Yeah, the, the the dice don't lie. They the just orc escape. pipe bomb. 
Um, he, like, you see, like, a cloud almost come over his face of just anger. That's fine. And he calm he calms himself for a second and says, like, how dare you bring accusations to my house? On my daughter's and birthday, or birthday <laughs> wedding. <laughs> On the day of my daughter's It's also her wedding. birthday. <laughs> it could be both. Um, and he says, you're lucky you have the reputation you have, Cat Farah. Or you might be tried right here, right now. But you also bring a dead orc to me. Which I appreciate. There's uh, a, what are these? There's there's one more uh, also up where the you should have seen the throw really. So, really. <laughs> and a dwarf to my property as well. We told Hi, you five uh, minutes. Fluffing out my beard, I go. Hi, I'm Rory. <laughs> Rory Goblin Beater here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, name name for beating the goblins. <laughs> I have my really cool helm on, too. It's sure. my giant beard. Yeah. Extra combed out with my extra scary helm. Does Which, your and Azenbar. Does your helm have, like, one of those, like, face-covering gates? It's like one of those yeah, football Yeah, well, I think it was in the maw of, like, a goblin or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I forget can exactly I, what I did. Can nope. the kid try to, like, cover his mouth? <laughs> His helm. It's like the little hole in in the metal. Yeah, to just like <laughs> <laughs> oh, like in the new um the new Amazon series where it was just like a giant yeah. face mask and a beard mask. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I picture this like helmet for. Rory. But it's got like, like hey. <laughs> it's got like the um the the, the Japanese like oni mask um, teeth. Yeah. Though. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's, I mean, when I saw that in the show, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's Rory's, it's Rory's <laughs> Just saying, you know, I, uh, they owe me some, uh, concept art royalties. Uh, First again, I mentioned Cavera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you still, you have this mask on and like, then Bjorn sees this child try to shut the dwarf up and then he, you see Bjorn, that's a unique smell. And he looks towards Ted. Oh. One of the little folk. Oh, hello there. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's the pipe how does, weed. How does Ted... It just reeks of weed. How does Ted feel about seeing Bjorn? Yeah, t- Ted knows of Bjorn because of yeah. all the things. Uh, he is Absolutely. equal parts excited and terrified. And so <laughs> he is. As he really like. doesn't know what to do or say other than to just default into... Uh, a wide-eyed courtesy. So, okay. Roll. Uh, is there a courtesy roll? There is. There? Go ahead and roll a courtesy roll. And he looks over the group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is courtesy. Yeah, yeah there is courtesy. Yeah. I have zero pips like in it, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <it> makes sense. <laughs> really, really such good a surprise. <laughs> and wouldn't you know that courtesy is actually my best thing. <laughs> Makes sense. Unbelievable. Well, I got a Hobbit's twelve a on one of my twelves, and then no extra nice. sixes. But so it's favored. Total of uh, let's see here. Automatic. Yeah, total of eighteen. Sure. Needed a thirteen. So, um, the way you bow just must remind Bjorn exactly of Bilbo, and it kind of brings a smile to him, and he 
it kind of staves off this anger. It's a weird mix of emotions you see on Bjorn. He's proud that you have killed orcs that seem to be in his territory. But you've also made a pretty jarring (laughs) accusation at him of being complacent. Um, He reaches down and picks up these two pins that, um, like, Cat Vera has thrown. And you just hear him just... Where did you find these? Tell me the story. I need to know now. And so Ted just says, well, you see what had happened was, and then he just launches into (laughs) everything. (laughs) Love that Ted Ted is taking the, uh, taking the brunt of this one. (laughs) Yeah. Ted has, Ted has basically, uh, decided that he is the most personable of, of this group in this moment and that he is going to take the reins. I feel like Ted came from a, a broken family and he knows how to navigate sort of hmm. the, the mom and dad <laughs> what a, uh, kind of at odd thing really well. He's the baby for sure. What a nine. <laughs> what a nine. Peacemaker, <laughs> 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 um, And so Ted starts telling the story. Cat Bear, do you just let Ted tell of your discovery? Uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll fill in the, the gaps. Bjorn takes this news obviously hard. He doesn't weep, but he takes a large breath and listens to your story. And he says, And you you buried the bodies. We did. Of course. Mm. I would have... I understand that you did not bring them here. I wish I could have could have had their bodies but it is somewhat fitting that my my chief enforcer always be watching the river and his shield brother with him perhaps it is good come this is hungry work and dark tales let us eat and you can tell me more news Oh man, I've been really inside. thinking like some like bacon would be good, or you know, like a, a big turkey leg or something like that. <laughs> um, he looks like over his shoulder at the dwarf and just. <sighs> there will be no meat. There is no meat at my table. I was gonna say, and, you know, he's not a big meat guy. Mashed, <laughs> ma- mashed potatoes. Am I still Perhaps. trying to shut up, shut Rory up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just. Why is this now you're just coming out? Now of you're just still? shoving bread into his mouth. <laughs> just like, getting cram in there. Yeah. I, I would know Bjorn at least like that he's like super well respected, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And definitely. I, I, ha- I have some tips and courtesy as well. <laughs> um, so I just feel sad. like <laughs> me trying to shut Rory up is me trying to, you know, be respectful of <laughs> Bjorn's place. No, yeah. it's really. A- it's a courtesy play to yeah. shut Rory. No, up. Rory has a a complete disrespect for like he he's a backer he's a bitter exile. Like his entire thing is like, listen, the entire system is throwing me off. No authority makes sense except for like what you make of it. So he talks to everybody, kings, peasants, equal equal terms. It's just all chaos. Rory has no pips in EQ. Yeah. No. <laughs> Rory's a uh, break the wheel kind of guy. <laughs> What's the um, wheel? 
ah, there is no wheel. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So you all come inside and already uh, this very long wooden table uh, has a bunch of different stumps and chairs being kind of moved around it by dogs and horses and, and, and sheep are coming out to set the table that all seem to be just these almost magical creatures. Some of them are walking on their hind legs to set the table and bring these chairs in and bring this food out. A lot of uh, bread and honey and butter and uh, all of these different things just start getting laid out on, on the table. Um, and as kind of night goes on and you sit and you have a little bit of meal, um, Bjorn is quiet for a long time. Other Bjornings begin showing up at his home. Um, so you do see a few people come in and talk of Merovich and Ordo starts kind of permeating through the table. They're telling stories about him. This is kind of a way of them respecting their lives. Um, and uh, if anyone also kind of wants to tell the tale to these new people, uh, Analda is actually one of the people that show up to the meal. She she lives nearby Bjorn. So um, it seems like you do at least recognize one person here. Um, and all of you sit at the table and are eating. So if anyone wants to roll either a persuasion or a riddle or something like that to kind of retell your telling. and That's um, going to jump at the chance to do that. Yeah, go ahead. Either one, whatever is better. Persuasion or riddle, because <laughs> you, you can, yeah, you can kind of try to, you know, again put the pieces together of what must have happened, um, and depending on how well you roll is how well you're able to respect those fallen. And if you fail, it's probably not going to be a great tale, and maybe you get people thinking about death a little too much. <laughs> can Cavera roll a song? Check. Absolutely, absolutely. It's one of my, perf- if believe it or not, it's a favorite skill of mine. Yeah, I mean, you uh, at the way back at the beginning, she was a song. She was writing songs and tales. So, learned from the elves. Got me another twelve. I've rolled two twelves in a row. Holy shit! And I got a six. I, a, I don't know if that matters, but yeah, yeah, it does. Oh wow! I rolled a thirteen, God, and I okay. needed a thirteen. Nice. Okay. Ted um, stands up on the I table think... to do this. I'm just kidding. Oh, hi. Did yeah, I... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're comes retelling. from the green dragon. <laughs> um, your your retelling is there's something just whimsical about you. Like this is the hobbits are not a people that they see much much of besides the brandy bucks that are essentially set up in the easterly inn, and Bjornings don't travel there too terribly much. Um, especially those close to Bjorn. Um, but the way you just described the story is um, almost like a lost tale, you know, and you've put these two people in this lost tale instantaneously. And you almost lose the crowd just because you they all know this ends in death and they, they are mourning their kind of compatriots. And you end with the best way that you can think to end, and that's with the mighty throw of Merovich mm. across the river. And that just, you know, everybody just like, ah, they like raise their ales up in the air and their meads, I guess, up in the air. (laughs) Even though we're not even like sure he was the one that threw it. No, it is now, it it is now forever known as the mighty throw of Maravich. 
Yes. Maravich's yes, mighty exactly. throw. Exactly. Um, and so it's 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 a tale that will be told over and over and over, and you get to be the one that kind of set the tone of the story that was told. So Ted, congratulations! You've entered like a story into um, kind of the Bjorning, you know, canon. The annals of um, Middle Earth. Exactly. And as the night goes on, Cat uh, Vera, you are able to make kind of a song out of Ted's words. So you're able to make make it a tale that will then can, can then be set to music as well so let's the two it. of you together <laughs> yeah start um so cat cat vera let's 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 hear uh, it. i'll sing it right now seven eight <laughs> oh no i'm not gonna merovich <laughs> <laughs> uh, merovich you were, i don't know <laughs> oh captain my cat yeah um so really hard it's really hard tracking like tolerance of like a person while a lot of things are going on and people are throwing heads at bjorn and you know there's rory's there Uh, (laughs) make it a make it a ruckus just he's just Um, present rory's like yeah i was the one that threw the spear at (laughs) so no I, i was gonna say i have so i have three pips in craft craft is my highest thing so rory is attempting to help and he's as he does this, he, he builds a little diorama out of all the vegetables of the skewer, <laughs> uh, the broccoli skewer thing. But he gets a sense. He, like, looks over at Yurik and shows it really proudly. And then he gives him, like, the, the like, no. And so he, like, he puts it down and he go, and just, like, quietly sits back and just starts eating it. <laughs> There's, like, two tomatoes, like, connected to a broccoli. That yes. was, like, supposed to be yours. It was a little gr- as gruesome as he could manage with the, yeah. the vegetables. Uh, he just eats the shit. Gives the cherry tomatoes yeah, no. just a little squeeze, just so the inside kind of like pops out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's gorgeous. Imagine Return of the King. <laughs> Fla- oh, yeah. oh, Flashes of Denethor. That literally, that is like my. I, that's the one one of the few things that like triggers some like sensation in my body of like I hate it. And <laughs> that one scene, I just I can't get through. I, you know, because it's it's also set to that gorgeous music from. Um, the the actor who sings that bit but you're just just, yeah it's these these terrible juicy the gif how dare you (laughs) there you go how dare you (laughs) we should just allow people into the discord to see like our pod chat (laughs) uh yeah so i think you get past like you, you it's kind of an interesting you know meal because you needed it you've been hungry and tired and it's been a shocking scene for some of you more than others. Um, and Caveira, you knew these people too. So you're kind of right with all these other Bjornings uh, in the morning. So yep. as it winds down and gets quiet and everyone starts getting tired and it seems like it's going to be time to retire to some section of Bjorn's place to rest. Bjorn kind of sits up straight and tells the rest of, of his story. He says, Orcs, so close to my house. I didn't think they were coming this far north. I have not been complacent. I know there are orcs traveling out of Mirkwood. Some have been coming out of the mountains. I greet you here because I have heard your tale and the many goblins you slew 
in the high pass. But some say that all the movement of the orcs coming from Mirkwood south of us are because of our recent victories, and I fear we are not that lucky. But for them to travel this far north and this close to my home, I will not let that pass. Morovich and Odo, they would travel down the river to the other villages. I do not want to be a leader of men, but many are formed around me anyway. And they will abide by my laws as long as they live in my lands. If there was a third person, as you say, it must have been another Bjorning that they took under their custody to bring to me for trial. I will try anyone they bring at the Carrick. If this other escaped, they need to be found so that we might know the full story of what happened. And then they will still get their trial. And if they are in league with the orcs in some way, have mercy upon them, for I will not. Ted gasps. Humans! <gasps> Siding with orcs! That's preposterous. And for, and for Bjornings, even more ridiculous. If this is the case, there's a larger problem with my people than I realized. You will rest here tonight, in my home, under its protection. I will not be here if you should hear sounds outside of my home. You would do well to ignore them. In the morning, I will have more answers. And I will send you the best way that I can send you. Until then, rest. And he, he gets up and he, he kind of walks away from his table. Um, you're not shooed away by his animals, but they clear off the table they bring out anything else you need. The other Bjornings, one by one, go back to their homes that must be nearby. And a little place is made for you in his great hall, kind of in the corner. Ted, you recognize, I wonder if this is where Bilbo stayed too. Um, and you're all kind of made a place to sleep um, as best as you can in kind of the corner of the great hall. Can't. Can I roll for... I, I'm kind of curious, because this wouldn't have been just like a, a bomb for Bjorn, right? This would have been for anyone present at that meal. That would have been kind of a like heavy news to receive. <clears throat> yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm curious so, if maybe as people are dispersing, if I might be able to roll for stealth as people are kind of dispersing back to their homes. I'd like to kind of just maybe try and discreetly make my way around and see if I can pick up on any... Um, conversations being yeah. had i i kind of want to get a sense of everyone's reaction and as well as get a sense of whether or not folks perhaps have some useful information about the deceased or maybe who that missing captive might have been <clears throat> yeah um go ahead and um yeah roll for stealth and i, I kind of like thinking you're nonchalantly gonna like oh i'm gonna go smoke outside and you're just trying to like quietly you know, wander around. 
Okay. You can definitely do that. And if anyone else wants to try and listen in or talk to anybody, you can so, um, as the night white that winds and winds down. I think Rory so one I uh Rory has one Pippin song. It's also but strength is my uh strongest category. Um so it's my target number is 13. So my thinking is he he senses the weight of like orcs have been spotted nearby and taken out frankly like some people who who are you know important here and he knows that the stories of his uh, the, you know our tales of goblin you know d- victory or you know our our defeat over victory over the goblins has been there so i think he finds some of the bjornings maybe that are you know kind of getting rowdy with the, the drink and he starts telling some stories mostly because you know our our purpose here is we're you know obviously here to convert bjorn or try and get bjorn to to join in in the kind of overall fight but i think you know rory's thinking is just like you know we want to inspire the mood telltales of goblin defeat but also you know just get the mood of like hey we can be victorious over these things you know the people who are you know some rowdy boys maybe can uh help us in the fight sometime yeah Go ahead. Uh, um, one of them rowdy boys show up. One of them rowdy boys. It's not great. <laughs> it's a total <laughs> six. <laughs> what did you did you roll? What did you roll? Ah, or no? It's a song. I was thinking song. like I'm telling you know some some battle yeah. tales. Yeah. Um. You have a terrible singing voice. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely <laughs> off key the entire time. He heard uh, Cat sing once, and now he wanted to try. Yeah, mm. uh, you're, lu- you're. It's lucky that I mean the you don't like bring the mood down, you know. But you, yeah. you, you're not able to like inspire this like like gung ho ness. But um, you at least bring some comedic relief, I think, to everybody. But here's here's what I think is going through Rory's mind as you're kind of like you got some alcohol and you have some mead in you. <laughs> um, and you're singing this song about like goblin just, just killing goblins and everything. You think back to the scene of like these orc arrows and Marovich and uh, o- Odo, and you just get like a flash from when you're younger mm. of dwarf bodies with orcs arrows in them. Mm. Maybe you were part of a caravan or something going from one place to another, and you were attacked. And this all goes back to. You don't you don't have a home. You know this was before Erebor was freed. Yeah, and it was just one of the many many tragedies that happened on the road. Mm. And you kind of come back into the moment. You realize you haven't said another verse, and you know a few seconds. There's a little awkward pause. You try to pick it back up, um, but you had this like memory of dwarven death at the hands of orcs could have been avoided yeah if you just had a home i think maybe he does just a final toast to he's just like to to those who've been lost or taken i like that uh they all raise their their mead with you all right and you're able to get a toast in definitely yeah it's still awkward though yeah everyone's like did he care about them? Like it, he, like you looked very serious for a second. So like, they, there's some eyes glancing back. Like, this dwarf really cared about Morovich and Odo. <laughs> you know, wow. Like he's feeling emotion here. Um, so it might not be the rabble might not be inspired, but um, it's a touching moment. Yeah. 
Um, what did you get, Yurik, on your stealth roll? Yeah, 16, 1, 6, and the TN is 13. Ooh, nice. Okay, great success. Um, you guys are getting some damn good rolls in. Well, I rolled a four on the D twelve, but what saved me is I have I, I have I have three pips. So. Perfect. Um, all that sneaking around Merkwood really coming in handy sure. here. Um, you keep to the shadows and you make it. You kind of make a not a big show, but you know you don't make it. You make it look really nonchalant that you're going to step outside for a smoke. You're about to light up. You know you you flick like your match. You actually don't light your you know cigar or you're not your cigar your <laughs> pipe. Because, uh, you know, that's going to make a little light. So you, you look like you're going to light it, and then you just kind of quench the little match and kind of <laughs> sneak into the shadows. Um, as people are leaving one by one, there's a few things you kind of overhear. Um, there's, of course, a lot of, like, goodbyes to each other as they say, like, oh, Morovich, and they kind of, like, lower their heads or whatever. And Alda, though, is talking with another woman, and you kind of pick up on their conversation. The other woman's name is Avila. She's been very quiet tonight, very stoic. And you pick up from their conversation, Avila was uh, betrothed to be married to, um, to Odo, the shield brother. And Analda kind of puts her hand on Avila's shoulder and you hear her say, and Alda say, When I return tonight with Bjorn, you will hunt many orc. And a thousand orcs cannot bring him back. But I will have vengeance. And Avila just like, again, doesn't cry or weep, but she like looks back up. And she says, thank you. I wish I could do what you did. <sighs> Perhaps someday. And then they go farther away from Bjorn's house into the darkness. And at that point, okay. at that point, most of the crowd is dispersed. That was kind of my the primary. Okay. <clears throat> my yeah. my Yurik's yeah. instinct then is to um, to take that information to Cat Vera uh, to get to get Cat Vera's take because. That leaves me with with a few question marks. Yeah, Chris, I just wanted to to say that my music in the background was going during that performance, and it was very, very epic. So (laughs) I just I wanted to compliment you. I was like, oh dang, this is this is like a movie. What do you got going? Like, is that is that now? It was just literally Lord of the Rings soundtrack. So it was just like timed perfectly. (laughs) No. Was it now eight hundred and forty two? It's uh, it's K Middle Earth. Nickelback one hundred and one. <laughs> Nickelback was playing, and it was that's breathtaking. Anyways, it's uh, it's K Karak actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do, I do, I, I do miss the music. Actually, that was awesome. That was epic. <laughs> K Middle Earth one hundred and one, uh, bringing you all the classic hits from <laughs> Rohan to the Shire. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, Yurik, you go back inside. Everyone's kind of making their place for, for beds and you pull Cat Vera aside. Tell her what you saw. Uh, Cat Vera, this kind of strikes you a little bit because, um, you know, Bjorn goes out and 
patrols and he hunts. If anyone that comes anywhere near his house would be in yeah. <laughs> a lot of peril if they're an orc, goblin, or wolf. Yeah, that's like so, what he's up to, like, literally right now. Like <laughs> Probably literally right now. So if Analda said that she's going to come back and hunt too, there might be, he might be getting a little hunting party together to go out. Is what you how and you take you that? Didn't invite me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem so. Is it something but... I said? <laughs> <laughs> Did he take something personally? <laughs> um, sensitive boy. It's it is interesting because you know a villain knows how to fight too. It's not like she, you know, would be is just some you know betrothed you know, to be wed person that can't defend herself, you're kind of surprised a villa wasn't allowed to have vengeance herself. So it's interesting, why is Inalda, and perhaps a select other few, and not you, and not a villa, maybe not other warriors, you're unsure. Yeah, I I think Cavera would initially be a little peeved that she wasn't allowed to go out with them. Um... Mm -hmm. She's also remembering that as much as... I mean, this kind of go plays into the fact why she was so, I guess, blunt <laughs> with Bjorn. Is yeah. She's not really Bjorn's servant anymore. She's a Rome. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe uh, a Rome has something for her that she needs to stay behind. Maybe Bjorn didn't select... Uh, what was her name? Uh, I want me to say Corella, but that's not that's not right. <laughs> a villa. A villa. A villain. Because uh, she's like a little bit too close to it, you know, and could compromise, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Some things. Um, yeah. So you know, she she takes she thanks Yurik for for handing the information off, and she says, um, "We also have our own." We, can't forget the original reason why we came to see Bjorn, which was to make sure he makes it to the the moot um, that Radagast is, is um, gathering. So uh, we need to make sure on the morrow we relay that information as well. Yurik um, kind of relayed this information <clears throat> To get to kind of assess Catvera's reaction, maybe the severity or lack thereof of Catvera's response. So, um, I mean, you that, would definitely see her like get a little bit ang- like miffed, maybe, you know, peeved. Yeah, yeah, miffed, peeved. Uh, Catvera mm-hmm. feels like she's being razzed right now. Am I being mm-hmm. razzed? But um, I think Yurik. Uh, I would. I would. Knowing that. Well, it, it seems to me that we're going to kind of have an uphill battle trying to get Bjorn um, on board. I think that's why we were sent to kind of try and compel him, right? So um, mm-hmm. I think I think Yurik is of the opinion right now that the more, the better I know Bjorn and his intentions, uh, the maybe the more likely we are, right, to kind of uh, compel a certain decision. So um, I'm just going to kind of, nod right so I'm, I'm kind of just in agreement but 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 Yurik's intention uh, along with Finn is going to be to try and maybe have to roll stealth again but my intention would be to try and shadow this this party I don't know if it's just Analda and Bjorn or what but I would I would like to attempt at least to see um 
this is the second mention of whatever it is they're doing tonight. So I, I'd like to follow along. I'd like to know what's happening. Okay. Did right. somebody say war this. party? I'm, uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Kamara's also as upset as Patrick is that he hasn't been able to roll uh, a spear attack yet <laughs> yeah. with his In- brand new spanking new pip that he has in spears. Yeah, it's been a bit. I must admit, um, it's been a second. But um, that is—it is an interesting thing about the One Ring. There's a lot of this kind of thing outside of combat as well. Whereas D and D, I think, is really focused on combat a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which is good because I suck at combat. But, uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> and, Ted, and Ted just entered in the legendarium of That's the Downings, right. a whole new Ted chapter, is so. winning the game, and Ted's um, there. And Ted was there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I like I like how this is all um, it's all playing out. You guys, guys, kind of get your your little selves set up for rest. Um, I like I do like to think that Rory's just like honk shooing <laughs> quite quite quickly. Oh yeah, um, no, he got drunk early and then passed out. Early, <laughs> so, but that means he's just ready for the 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 early morning. You know. Rory's, Rory, Rory's uh, going to have one of those mornings we've all had where you wake up a little embarrassed about be- getting over-sentimental, maybe oversharing a little with strangers. You're like, <laughs> oh, shoot, I sang that song. I can't believe I sang that song. Like, oh, no. I only, I only had three drinks. <laughs> How the hell did that happen? Am I a little hungover? I did what? Is, is this is this 30? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, what they, I'm used to the dwarven-sized portions and then you come here and the portion control is completely different so it just throws off my perception <laughs> there's no meat in you to soak that all up oh that's true yeah, yeah. And he, he used all of his a lot of bread though diorama so it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> drink on an empty stomach essentially yeah bread. oh my god a lot Amazing. of bread <laughs> uh, so as rory's honk shooing away um i like to think that um we're gonna use that same stealth roll yurik um, and you kind of like are able to kind of get away from the group before you even really lie down and act like you're getting another pipe uh, in before before the night and are waiting to see is Inalda coming back you know am I, are you kind of watching for this party and as everyone else one by one kind of goes off to sleep you do uh, hear some movement coming out of like kind of the oak trees that encircle uh, Bjorn's place and the moon is is out and there's just a little bit of moonlight coming into kind of this glade that's in front of you you're kind of leaning up against Bjorn's house and you're looking out over this this moonlit glade in front of you and out from the tree comes a great hulking shape of a bear <clears throat> and then another bear oh shit and another and it's not great another <laughs> <laughs> so it you count seven bears get into this group but the one in the middle is much larger than everyone else around it so You've heard stories of Bjorn the Shape Changer. Not really sure how true any of them were. 
it's really hard to shake right now as you look at these bears that Bjorn has something to do with this. It's perhaps one of them. And they turn towards the west and start charging out away from Bjorn's place. Do you want to try and follow them? Um... Hmm. So, with, based, <laughs> yes. on, based on the previous stealth roll, I'm pretty confident in like how concealed yeah. I am. So, yeah. all things being the same, yes. Although it is that's a pretty overwhelming sight. So, I, I'd like to think kind of Yurik, Yurik, who's usually pretty stoic and even and non-emotive, sort of um, visibly. I'm, I'm visibly kind of shaken by the by the visual. Um, but yeah but it's kind of like in for a penny, in for a pound. I've made up my mind. I'm out here. I'm not going to get any sleep at this point anyway. So um, I'm going to I'm gonna continue to follow at a safe distance. I'm well acquainted with hunting, uh, although not eight bears. But yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to move in the shadows as best I can. <laughs> they, sh- they should be easy to track. <laughs> I heard they yeah, go. Just follow the smell, really. Follow the smell. Yurik... Um, you see them leave this circle of, of trees and out from away from Bjorn's kind of back towards the river and you follow and we will see you next time. Oh my god, I still have got to stab something, man. I just, Soon. come on, man, I just need a hit. Soon. I just need cut, a just, cut to Cut to Cat Vera, just like airboxing with her new spear in her, her yeah. little space. Just... <laughs>